Okay, here we are tonight, and uh, we've been discussing things because I really want to make you think. Really want to take the time to make you think and be aware. Just sometimes I think we don't spend enough time thinking. So tonight, we want to talk to those of you who sing, those of you who are praise team leaders, those of you that are trying to make it, trying to break in. That's who I want to talk to tonight from the voice of the bishop. I want to just say some things, and some of you will not agree. Some of you are actually probably going to be mad by the time that I'm finished, but I want to use this 27 minutes just to talk to those people who are singers, and uh, maybe I can get some feedback. I can get some dialogue. Let me switch over and go to chat just in case someone wants to uh, dialogue with me or somebody wants to disagree with me, but I've been doing this now for uh, a long time. I've been pastoring actually for 32 years, and even before that, I was a choir director. I was uh, a singer. Our church, Mount Calvary Holy Church in Winston-Salem, we frequenting, frequented uh, Sunday night, musicals uh, with the MPT Celestial Choir, the New Day Ensemble, uh, the choir from Mount Calvary Holy Church. So I have a long history when it comes to music. I actually know a few people who are in the industry. And um, I also was inspired by listening to uh, uh, listening to uh, the, uh, the, the, I think one of the greatest uh, singers of our day, uh, Miranda Curtis, because she talked about how she actually broke into gospel music and how she, you know, began to do what she did. And I was inspired by her interview with uh, Bishop S.Y. Younger. And so uh, I wanted to come and give you all some advice because there's a lot of singers out there. And uh, with all of those singers out there, there is a lot of stuff that is going on. The first thing I want to say to you is no singer will ever be successful that goes here, there, and everywhere. What I see is I see a lot of singers now, especially praise team leaders, they're leading praise and worship at this church. Then uh, you look the next month, they're leading praise and worship at this church. You look the next month, they're leading praise and worship. And they give the appearance of not having any stability. Every singer, and the same thing I would say if you were a preacher, every preacher has to be accountable to somebody. And you need to be stable in somebody's ministry. You need to be answering to some spiritual leader. You should not be out on your own just going just doing all kind of stuff and, and and giving the appearance that you don't have a spiritual leader. If you had a spiritual leader, you would be talking to that spiritual leader and that spiritual leader could give you guidance, like things like uh, that you shouldn't be singing praise and worship. And then we see you all the time singing secular music. Now, that has nothing to do with uh, singing choir music, uh, but singing secular music music and, and 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 then you're going from praise and worship to secular praise and worship to secular you it actually gives you the appearance of being schizophrenic i don't believe that praise and worship leaders 
should uh, partake in doing shows and songs that deal with uh, uh, secular things. And I know somebody's going to say, well, I was just trying to show my talent. Or we do that because, you know, there's an audience there. We're trying to make money. But there comes a dedication to uh, the word of God, a dedication. A praise and worship leader is just like a preacher. And they are under the same guidance that a preacher is under. So they should be subjected to a ministry. And that pastor, that leader should be able to come to you. And together you all formulate what praise and worship is. I also want to say to you, uh, and I'm I'm not going to count them because I'll probably lose count, that the market is flooded. Everybody's recording. Everybody's releasing a single everybody's making CDs, everybody's working on a product, and there needs to be something different about what you do. It is, it is just, just, just plain old marketing 101, because as you're marketing yourself, what makes you stand out? What makes you different? And I say to you, it should be your commitment, your fasting, your prayer life, your, your way of living, to God, because that's separate, certainly going to separate you, and it's going to cause the anointing to come in your life. Because singing ability is not enough when it comes to praise and worship. Singing is just not enough. It takes more. It takes uh, 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 the anointing. It is the anointing that destroys the yoke. It is the anointing that makes Satan. Uh, get upset. It is the anointing that causes uh, the atmosphere to be raised in a place. And I've got to be honest with you. Not everybody is anointed for praise and worship. Not everybody is anointed to sing. And we have to do like the Bible says and abide in our calling. Maybe you are just a choir leader. Maybe you're just someone who can sing. Maybe you're just someone who can lead a few songs on the choir You've got to make sure that praise and worship is for you. Can you bring the glory down when you sing? Can you make heaven begin to move? Can you destroy yokes through your singing? And that comes from having a consecrated and dedicated life to God. And uh, I, I did a whole series, um, and I, I can't remember which one it is on the podcast, but we deal with the fact that some of you d- destroy yourself based on your uh, postings, your Instagram, your Facebook, because we watch your schizophrenic type posting, and then we see you're ready and you're up leading praise and worship. And people have to get past you in order to get to God. So you are the vehicle that God is waiting. So you should always be careful what you post and it shouldn't be things about relationship and being lonely and God giving you a husband or God giving you a wife, your dedication, your consecration should be to God and it's, you should be focused on God and you should always, you you should have that hunger and that thirst because I learned a long time ago from my pastor, Bishop Harold Ivory Williams, who now sleeps. uh, And he said something that is very, very true. He says it. The, he says the anointing, and he says praise and worship. He said what happens is if it is a part of you, 
it automatically becomes contagious. We don't need people up fussing. You know, I don't know what's wrong with y'all. I don't know why y'all looking at me. I don't know why y'all just sitting there. Haven't God been good to you? That is not praise and worship. If you praise, if you lift God, it becomes contagious. And people will automatically feed off of you. I got to talk fast. Uh, my minutes are ticking down. I will also say to you, you will never be famous until you can be faithful. You will never be famous until you can become faithful. And there are a lot of people out there who are trying to become famous. Uh, and so you're, you're missing it because God blesses the faithful. So you will never be famous until you can be faithful, until you can show yourself loyal. Because in this day and time, loyalty means a lot. Do you belong to a ministry? Are you sitting under the teaching and the preaching? And are you sitting under uh, the man or the woman of God and submitting yourself to that ministry? All of that is important. And then we shouldn't always see you going from here, going to there. Every open door is not of God. Sometimes the enemy will open doors just to get you out there or just to get you so involved or just to get you boggled, just to get the wrong spirit, just to get you to a place where he has you out on a limb. So you got to know just because a door opens, every open door is not of God. You got to learn how to pray before you walk through doors. You got to learn how to fast and seek the face of God. Uh, uh, even David in the Bible would ask the Lord, do you want me to go up? Do you want me to go left? Shall I pursue? And God always gave him an answer. So you should pray about where you are because some of you are in the wrong places. Some of you are not where God wants you to be. And it's not a popularity contest. It's not, you know, which way, uh, which path is going to take me to being famous. Sometimes God will put you in places that you will not think are going to bless you and those places will bless you. The other thing is you got to understand nobody gets famous trying to be famous. Ah, nobody gets famous trying to be famous. You got to put the work in. You got to put the time in. You got to put the energy into your craft. You got some of you need vocal training. Some of you need to be under people who can help you to uh, 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 get your ministry together. Then there are those of you who uh, say all kinds of things when you're leading praise and worship and, and says all kind of stuff. And you do all kinds of gestures and things like that that are important to your praise and worship. And you don't understand that those gestures and those those, those way, and, and, and I don't even want to get on musicians right now because everything that you play is not for church. Every key, every sound on that key, uh, synthesizer is not for church. And so it's the same thing with you as a praise and worship leader. Sometimes you think you're bringing in the power of God or you're bringing God in and you're giving an invitation to Satan. Oh, my God. Uh, I told you before this was over, you probably would be upset. So some of you are trying to get famous and some of you are trying to get contracts and some of you are trying uh, 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 to find the doorway to, to success and to, to, to be high up. I wish you could hear uh, the story of Miranda Curtis and, and, and understand that God has a process for those that he will take to the top. 
My other question to you tonight is, you want to be uh, 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 outstanding and you want to be noticed, for, for, but what makes you unique? What makes, there's a unique sound to a Miranda Curtis. There's a unique sound to the other praise and worship leaders. I, I use her because uh, uh, God is using her in a tremendous way. And we see God taking her and elevating her. And if you would hear her story, you would be inspired. But Miranda Curtis, uh, her pathway up uh, was because there was something unique. There's a unique sound. There's a unique look. There's a unique attitude. There's a unique spirit. Because God will put a unique spirit on you so that you will not be like anybody else. Your style, your writing, your participation in worship. Then you can't participate in worship or want people to participate in worship with you and you don't participate with others. I will tell you that this is not the place for folks that are jealous. This is not the place for folks who have an off spirit. This is not the place for folk who have evil spirits inside of them. This is not the place for folk who are dealing with depression and can't get that spirit off. You need to be delivered whenever you are doing praise and worship. And some of you have a spirit on you that needs to be broken so that when God uses you, it will break every chain and it will break everything that's in the house. It will break up the ground because uh, uh, you are not the head. You are just preparing the atmosphere or plowing the ground or, or doing the work so that the message that's coming after you uh, will actually help. And some of you do too much talking. I, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, you do too much excessive talking. And some of you say the wrong thing and all of that. It is a craft. And sometimes you have to sit down and study your craft. You have to sit down and, and watch other folks who are successful doing what you're trying to do and see how they do it and talk to them and find out their story. And then you will begin to understand why some of the things that you do are not successful. Uh, so we've got to understand that because you got to also understand that as a praise and worship leader, you are not a performer. Neither are you an entertainer. So we're not up there to entertain. You're not up there to perform. You're not up there uh, 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 to show your showmanship and to show how many octaves and how many keys you can change uh, this is not solo time, but this is a time where we're trying to get everybody in the house to participate in the worship that's going before them. We're trying to get everybody in the presence of God, everybody under the cloud, everybody. We're trying to get them into where God can begin to utilize and use the person that comes forth. So we want to make it, we want to make it conducive. We want to make the atmosphere conducive. We want to make sure that the spirit of God is there. We want to make sure we leave on the floor uh, 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 such a spirit that when the preacher gets up, uh, uh, it's like uh, Shirley Caesar, my mother says, uh, it's like ham and eggs. You know, they go together. And we got to make sure that things are going together and that things are operating as they should and recognize you are not the main act. You are not, everything is not on you. And so if you are a self-centered person and a person who always has to get attention, praise and worship is probably not for you.
And I'm just saying uh, what a lot of people uh, are, are thinking about you. And I'm just saying a lot of things that need to be said. And I'm just saying that uh, you've got to understand that your presentation uh, goes along with how you carry yourself. When you get finished as a praise and worship leader, you shouldn't be with a whole lot of gossipers. You shouldn't be with a whole lot of folk that are wild. You shouldn't be with a whole lot of folk that are unchaste. Because all of that comes into your presentation as a praise and worshiper. So when we look at people like uh, 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 Dr. Donald Lawrence, uh, who is able to write songs and everybody can identify with the songs, I, I need you to understand uh, as it pertains to recording and as it pertains to music, not every song that you write, not every song that you record is going to be a hit song. You are not Donald Lawrence. You are not uh, uh, Richard Smallwood. Those gentlemen have been around and they have the essence to be able to tap into God. And uh, their songs are right on the money. And, and, and so you get their albums and they have five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten hits right on one album. Uh, you're not going to be a one-hit wonder. You're not going to be uh, 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 somebody who, when somebody walks into church and they see you, they're going to automatically pull you and take you from ministry to ministry. You should pray and ask God, is this the place you want me to work? Is this the place that you have assigned for me? Is this the place you have ordained for me? Is this the place where you want me uh, to, to plant myself so I can grow spiritually while I'm being a blessing to the church? You got to put the work in. Uh, you got to be uh, individualized. What is it about you? What is it about your ministry? What is it about your praise and worship? Why should we get with you? Why should we uh, 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 get involved in praise and worship when you lead? There should be something about you. Everybody is doing the same thing. God is not a dame for that to be so. I know so many anointed singers. I wish I could uh, I probably should have podcast with uh, Sweetie Pie uh, 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 and, and, and a podcast maybe with uh, Bishop Stephen Williams and uh, some other folks uh, in the area that are great singers, and uh, maybe we could have battled on this particular subject, or maybe we could have gone back and forth, and, and maybe they could have given some more enlightenment or, or sweetened it up or said it some kind of way so that those that are going to listen will listen and take it, because uh, a lot of people will take it as a, uh, a rebuke. It's not a rebuke. I'm trying to help you. I know people who can sing without music and can tear the house down because it is the anointing on their life that makes the difference. And you get anointed because you have gone through trials and you have gone through tests. You've gone through days of darkness and days of frustration. That's how God anoints you. So you got to be careful when you ask God to anoint you. Because as soon as you ask God to anoint you, uh, he makes your friends leave you. As soon as you ask God to anoint you, he makes people walk out of your life. As soon as you ask God to anoint you, God puts you by yourself and you start to feel like it's lonely at the top. So there are a lot of things that we need to learn in the body of Christ. But 
the praise and worship singer is not like everybody else. There has to be some kind of difference or there has to be something that makes you unique, that makes you different from everybody else. And that spirit has to set with the house because you're trying to make sure that your spirit is actually agreeing with the spirit of the house. There's some ministries where the praise and worship leader sings and, 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 and the spirits don't agree. And then there are some people for praise and worship who sing choir songs or who sing concert songs or who sing the wrong songs. And just because you sat down and you had rehearsal on uh, a Tuesday or had rehearsal on Friday before singing, and, and you get up and you and you want to, the band is right and everybody's right. So you think that's the song you have to be open to God because sometimes God will tell you it's not that song. It's uh, 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 nothing but the blood of Jesus. Or sometimes he'll tell you that, you know, you're singing, you have the wrong songs on your repertoire and the folks behind you that you are leading have to have enough confidence to understand when God is changing things. I will tell you this as I take up my last few minutes. God always knows who's going to be there. And since he knows who's going to be there, he knows exactly what people need and he knows what needs to be released. That's why we've got to get to the point that we are focusing on him and listening to him because if we listen to him, he will always lead us in the right way and in the right direction. Uh, I, I'm going to leave you, you, you all alone for now, uh, but uh, I'm going to be coming back uh, periodically and I'm going to be dealing with the, the ministers, ministry 101, the basics, uh, the stuff that deals with uh, what, we're, what we're dealing with. The other thing I would say to you is sometimes your song is too long because we get caught up in ourselves and believe that, okay, we got them now, so let me keep going, let me keep going. Sometimes God will tell you, just cut it right there. We, we didn't rehearse it like that, but just cut it right there. You have to be open and listening to God in order to be successful. Otherwise, you will make all of these mistakes that we've mentioned. Again, I say to you, uh, just, just as a reminder, you'll never be famous until you can be faithful. You will never be famous until you can be faithful. Loyalty means a lot. And some of you are trying to get famous and you're trying to get contracts and other things, but there's nothing unique about you. A praise and worship singers don't do a lot of secular music. They don't spend their time uh, uh, singing secular music because uh, every type of music produces some type of spirit. Every type of music produces some type of spirit. So when we sing uh, love songs, uh, and I can prove that, if I was to play some Luther Vandross now, uh, you, you, it will put you in a certain mood. If we were to sing Amazing Grace, How Sweet the Sound, it would put you in a certain mood. If we were to sing one of the songs back from the day when you were out there, it puts you in a certain mood. So every music has some type of spirit that is released from it. And so we don't want to have dual spirits trying to release one thing because it will show when it's time for you to do praise and worship. Uh, you are not a performer. You're not an entertainer. You are a vessel waiting to be used by God. So you have to be sensitive to him, able to hear him, 
able to, to, to change, able to switch, able to listen to the voice of God so you know exactly what the house needs. Uh, some of you are going to need vocal training. I'm just going back over it because I, uh, you're going to need somebody to work with your voice because some of your tones are off and some of the things that, that you should do. And yes, you have your own style, but some uh, uh, styles are, are, are bad because you're inverting when you should be overting, those types of things. And so you need, sometimes you need to seek out vocal training. Uh, seek out someone to, to work with your voice so you can best utilize your voice so that you won't lose it and so that you won't have to spend a lot of time. Realize you are not uh, uh, Donald Lawrence, you are not uh, Richard Smallwood, you are not Hezekiah Walker, you are not John P. Keith. So everything is not going to be a hit. Everything is not going to come out right. Just because you record, it doesn't mean you're going to be famous Ah, it takes work in developing uh, ministry. It takes work in developing uh, your your talent. And I will say to you that that God has already given to us a track record because there are several people, uh, and some of them are secular. You got to know whether you have been called to sing secular, whether you've been called to sing praise and worship, whether you've been called to lead the choir, whether you've been called to lead songs from the audience, whether you are just a soloist. You have to know which anointing is on your life and go with that. Listen, if you think that something that I said has been wrong, I welcome your comments. You can email me uh, at the email address that is on this broadcast, and I will dialogue with you, and I will spend time, and, and let's talk. Come on, let's talk about it. Let's take our time to look at and to discuss uh, so that we can perfect the body of Christ and so we can perfect the ministry that's inside of you. There is a ministry that's inside of you that is important and that ministry is has been ordained for your life and so you don't need to make mistakes. You need to trust God and you need to hear somebody so that you can be effective and effective in the body of Christ. And so uh, as we leave this broadcast tonight, I'll say to you, uh, spend time with God and God will go with you because this is a day and time more than ever. We need anointed vessels. We need anointed soloists. We need anointed praise team leaders. We need anointed background singers. We need anointing praise team. We need anointed choirs and anointed musician because we have been left with uh, the, the task of destroying the yoke. I trust that something I've said tonight has been encouraging to you. Uh, if it's not you, shake the dust and keep on going. But if it's you, come on, let's perfect ourselves and make ourselves better for ministry. Be blessed. And don't forget to tune in to our next podcast. Let's talk about it.